Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Do We Know Them? I'm Lily Marston, here with Jesse Smiles, and boy, do we have an episode for you. <laughs> I don't know how I feel. I, I, I didn't get much sleep. Okay, so backstory is, we'll just jump right into it. Backstory is that when I was pulling all, you know, if you watch our Eight Passengers video, I pulled a lot of the clips to use as context to show how they hadn't been physically abusive before, but Ruby and her husband had just like, had questionable at best uh, parenting styles because the YouTube channel is deleted. I had to get most of those clips from TikTok. So I spent a lot of time searching TikTok and watching a lot of eight passengers videos, which then caused a lot of eight passengers videos to start coming up on my For You page as well. So between the searching and then the popping up just with the algorithm because it knew that I was looking for that, I discovered <laughs> this girl. And apparently her name is Joy Sparkles. I had never seen this woman before in my life. Jessie says now that she does think she's familiar. Did I ask you about it when I found it or did I just tweet it first? I think you tweeted it first and then you sent me a screenshot of your tweet and we're like, oh my God, like people are blowing up my mentions about this Joy Sparkles lady. Okay. It was probably late at night when I was doing it. So then I didn't bother you. But basically I start seeing this girl pop up on my TikTok and she has done so many videos. Like it felt like Every time I would search for something, her face was right there, but they were all different videos. And I was like, how many has she made? And then I look and holy shit. Um, you counted today this morning and I think you told me 105. Yeah, but then, so when I counted originally, it was September 12th, I tweeted it 1223. Yeah, so I wouldn't have texted you because you were sleeping. Well. <laughs> I still text you when you're sleeping, but this time I didn't. I tweet, holy shit, I just counted, and this girl has literally posted over 85 videos about the Frankie family since September 2nd. That's 10 days. Most are filled with baseless claims she presents as fact for clickbait. It's disgusting. And like, I know a lot of people exploit true crime stuff. This is Beyond the most that. unhinged thing I've ever seen. And then after tweeting it, I discover this is not the first time she's done something like this. And it seems like everyone in the world knows who she is except me. I was gonna search though. So she currently has 404,000 followers on TikTok. Yeah, so I really wanna like quickly preface this. The reason why we're covering her because we did have a little bit of back and forth on whether we would cover this or not because this does seem to be, mm, how do we say this? A person that's struggling like mentally, right? I guess, I don't even know how we, uh, I don't know how to describe it. It doesn't seem like she's doing it all for malicious exploitative reasons. Like she is, but I think she thinks that she's helping. Anyway, the reason why we're saying any of this is because the reason we're covering it is because like you just said, she does have a lot of TikTok followers and many, many people are believing the things that she's putting out there, not knowing her history online, not knowing the way that she's botched cases or almost botched cases in the past by trying to quote unquote help. And so we kind of just battled with the idea and finally decided on like, hey, I think it's important to cover so that anybody that does come across this and then maybe comes across her videos after, knows the whole context of it without just blindly believing her because it's easy to do that on TikTok. Well, yeah, and so basically we'll get into her history. We're not gonna dive too deep because I literally, you're in for a ride. But um, it was 
interesting to me because like I literally had never seen her before. I'd never heard that name, not on my radar whatsoever. Also though, when I look at all of her videos, the comments are all good. So like no one was in the comments being like, oh my God, it's Joyce Bo Like no one seems to know who she is because apparently TikTok is her new platform, but before she was on YouTube. So everyone on YouTube seems to know who she is. Well, and that's why a lot of people in your mentions were like, oh my God, she's back. What the fuck? Like, cause people thought she disappeared, but she didn't. She just created a new audience. First, let's go over what the two cases that everyone knows her from, because she has done this before. She basically gets like obsessed with covering these cases and makes an absurd amount of videos to the point where it's not like she's actually, especially with this case, like not that much has happened. Like, there's only been one hearing and not that much news has come out. It's also very important to point out the difference of like, there's a difference between someone consistently updating when new information comes out and what she does. Like those are not the same thing. Someone making three, four, even five videos would not be alarming to me. But when we're talking about 85 or hundreds in a month or, t or in days. So today's the 20th and I said, she's made 144, I think I counted. In 18 days, she has made 144 videos. Like that's insane. Even the 85 in 10 days, that's over eight videos a day. And then you have the thought of like, well, what could she possibly be making these videos on? And then you look at them and it is bizarre shit that she's pulling out of her ass essentially. And then again, we look at her history and she's done this before. So I guess let's just go to that and then talk about how she's done this before. Well, so first let's just, the reason I even ended up looking this up is because I've never gotten so many replies to tweets before. Not even when Donald Trump retweeted you? I was gonna say, I mean, I'm sure I maybe have for certain things, but not like something I thought that it was gonna be like, like a few people like it. Like I really didn't think it was gonna be that big of a deal. My original tweet had 94 replies. And then I quote tweeted and said, oh, LOL. So you guys know her <laughs> because I was so like, what do you mean? Who is this? Why do you all, why are you all freaking out? And that one has another 33 replies. <laughs> So people are saying, um, here's some examples. Someone said, oh, you don't even know the rabbit hole you just found. And that has 252 likes. <laughs> then there's one saying, Joy has been doing this for years, jumping from platform to platform, clickbaiting, lying, infiltrating communities she isn't a part of just to stir shit up. And then it, here's the one that'll lead us into her backstory. Someone said, I remember her hours worth of rants on Onision and Daddy 5 And then I know that someone else had tweeted me even that apparently she almost ruined the Daddy 5 case. I didn't follow both of those particularly closely. I've seen Simone on like documentaries, I think. Daddy of Five, I've briefly watched a few things, but definitely was not following at the time, which is why I don't know who she is. And please, for this entire video, please, if you have information that you think is relevant or pertinent to all of this, please leave it in the comments because I am absolutely not an expert and it would probably take months to become one. But if you watched it live, I'm sure that you're very familiar with the different things she did or if we're missing something, please clue us in. So if you're new here, just bear with us because obviously since everything is deleted and there's things like people covered in the moment, but it's all just so scattered. Again, the main reason we're here is because what she's currently doing that is available online right now. But there is also history there that you can't discount because it all kind of like lets us know where this is all gonna go. Well, yeah, that's the craziest part is that like I didn't have any clue who this person was before. I just thought she was a TikToker that was posting all this stuff. And then to find out that she's already done it because like we'll eventually get to the eight passengers videos. She is making the most absurd claims, whether it's taking clips and like just attaching her own context and saying something that happened that 
absolutely didn't, or just like putting up meaningless videos and like reading headlines that aren't. She's just clickbaiting things that aren't new developments. She's like making things out of nothing. Like even scrolling through my Google search right now, it's like a lol cow post where someone in 2017 says, I calculated the total amount of videos she made about daddy of five and it's roughly around 66 videos, which sounds exactly like my tweet, not knowing any of that. So yeah. it's like insane how it's not even like, oh yeah, she's kind of up to her old. No, she's literally doing the same thing after she was run off the internet for it. And then for Onision, she just did the same thing. Correct. And I know that she like, like she got very close to that as well. Onision was like, God, how many years was that drawn out? Still kind of to this day a little bit, but like, I remember back in the day, there was like commentary channels, like Edwin, for instance, you know, Edwin, he was an Onision commentary uh, channel, Jacqueline Glenn. It was just like this whole like little community surrounding Onision. Well, and the thing is, is that is how she got, like she did have fans. She hasn't always just been everyone thinking she's like, crazy or exploitative for posting all these videos. Because at the time when she starts doing it, everyone's like, oh my God, team, let's get Onision, sure, absolutely. But similar to how I said, even when we teased this in a previous episode, Ruby Frankie, for example, for May Passengers, we don't need to make things up that she's doing. She has done enough bad things. So don't make us like defend someone that's like a complete monster already. And that's basically what the Onision thing turned into because people were on her side. And then eventually they were like, you know, I doing this a little too much. That actually kind of reminds me of, um, you know, without a crystal ball. Someone said it's giving without a crystal ball vibes, but I don't know anything about them either. She is a drama channel. I think her name's Katie. I, I God, all of this is like so. Joy's name is Katie. Oh. Her what? real name. I'm pretty sure Without a Crystal Ball's name is Katie too, but I could be wrong about that. But um, Without a Crystal Ball is best known for being sued by Tati Westbrook because she like leaked a bunch of like documents and went like way too far and was basically like stalking and doing some crazy shit online and being like, oh, look what I found, guys. Oh, yeah, and it's yeah. like, the, maybe they should don't. be besties. Maybe not though. That would be like a, a pair made in hell. But um, so Onision was many, many years and there was a lot of people following it, but the gist of it is that he did so many inappropriate things with both like minors and grown adults, like people he were he was in a relationship with. I remember he had this girl living with him and like helping him take care of his kids and stuff. And when she turned 18, they were like intimate and stuff. And so like he has been accused and there is a lot of evidence of like grooming and a bunch of crazy shit with Onision, along with just being a weird ass, abusive ass person and being like, hey, uh, you did this. So here are your options. Either you let me chain you up in my basement or you get a tattoo saying like, I'm a liar or like, he's literally like that type of freak. I, I cannot with Onision. There's much more to him, but that's a whole, that's a whole nother day. That's, that's a different rabbit hole that I'm not down to go down. But Onision is also super known for getting into it with these commentary channels that like surrounded him. He would like send them these unhinged ass emails and like he just like harassed them for years because they would cover him relentlessly. And he'd do debates with them and stuff as well. He is just, uh, he's a character that one. Remember the kombucha video? That rings a bell, but no. Just him pouring kombucha all over himself and screaming like a lunatic in the woods. The few things I have seen about him, it's like, he scares he have me. any fans? Like, I don't understand how. And then like, it's all like, well, it's not all funny, but like some of the things he does, you can be like, oh my God, like he's just so crazy. But then you remember he has children and you actually want to die. And like, he had that whole incident where his kid fell out of the second story window. Oh yeah. I, mm, there's a lot there. But anyway, <laughs> I could go on for a million years about Onision. And then I'll let you explain Daddy of Five in a sec as well. Mm -hmm. But it's important to note that that that's one of the things that I think draws her to covering these cases Children? is yes, because she claims that she was treated horribly when she was younger. So she like relates
relates to them and like wants to save them. Okay. I have a clip that we'll <laughs> look at in a little bit. But tell us about Daddy of Five really quick. Okay, so Daddy of Five was this prank family channel that honestly, I mean, they had a decent amount of subscribers, but they just flew under the radar for so long. Like they were not a talking point until like everyone discovered their shit and it just blew up and it was like a disaster. But basically he would do these crazy abusive pranks on his children where he would yell at them, make them cry. I mean, he was just disgusting. And it did actually end up resulting in him getting, I think two of the children taken away to their biological mother. And people were most concerned. I want to say his name is Cody, but I could be wrong. It's something Correct. with a C. The, oh, it is Cody? His wife wasn't the mom of that child. From what I understand, that was like one of the, it was like a whole fucking messy situation. But anyway, they treated him like shit, like more than any other kid. And there was so much evidence of them just being horrible. And it wasn't just like, oh, you're being mean. It's like literally take those children away. This is so abusive. That was like the first like family channel, quote unquote. That went down. <laughs> yeah, it just opened Pandora's box. Cause that was before Micah Stauffer gave up her uh, adopted child. So like that was before all of that. That was still in the age of like people thinking that family channels were kind of wholesome. And then this just kind of like opened that box and people just uh, really jumped on it. I remember like Philip DeFranco was huge on reporting it. I don't remember Joyce Sparkles reporting it, but apparently she did. So here's the thing is, I thought this was gonna be a few hours I'm like Googling some stuff, doing some... No, there's no way to Google it also because she deleted her old YouTube channel after she was basically like run off the internet. So she does have a YouTube channel now, but it only has like, I think it's like 18,000 subscribers. And I don't think she even really post to it now. Let me, oh, <laughs> well, look at that. She actually posted two days ago, but before that she hadn't posted in a year. What did she post two days ago? It's only a minute and 24 seconds and it's called, I lost everything and then dot, dot, dot. Hi guys, it's me. Um, this is gonna be a really quick little video. I just did a really big update. <coughs> and apparently I'm on a live myself. Um, I just did a really big update on the other channel and I'm back. I'm gonna be back on YouTube or Fingers crossed, I'm trying to be. Um, so if you wanna go see it, I'm gonna be putting up other content. Um, I'm gonna be focusing on some true crime stuff, which I'm really excited about. So you can go check it out on the other channel, Joy Sparkle Shine, even though, is that what this one is called now? I don't really know, but I'm gonna be over there and I'm sorry, I know it's been a really long time since I've talked to you guys, but I have a big update. This year was insane, um, but miraculous. And I'm doing really well and I'm really happy and I have a big health update because my health is better and I can't wait to share with you guys all the secrets and tips oh, and tricks God. I've done to help get my body back. Um, I'm so excited, like even my face, my face was super round uh, last year and it had to do with after the um, the surgery that I had. So um, I've been able to get my face shaped back, which I didn't know if I could. So I've just got so many things to update you guys on and I love you guys with all my heart and um, I'm just excited. So Joy Sparkle Shine, go there. I think I'll try to have a link in the description, um, but you'll see it. It's a big update video. And then I'm gonna be covering Ruby Frankie case. We so. know. What are the comments on this? Are they good? I imagine they are. I'm sure she deletes them. She is so chronically online from what I've learned that it's actually insane. And the thing is, it's apparently she did, despite being completely just insane in how she covered the other cases, she did have like a very devoted fan base. All right, so let's get into what, because I feel like people who don't know who Joey Sparkles is, is gonna be like, well, you guys are being mean. And you know what I mean? Like, I wanna talk about why people don't like her or like why it's scary that she's coming back. And even that video just brought up things that I'm like, huh? One of the main things is that, I don't know if I would say main things, but she's at least claimed allegedly to have a very long list of chronic illnesses. They are fibromyalgia, which 
I guess at one point she said that the doctor gave her a test for, which that doesn't make sense. Can you? Yeah, I was about (laughs) to say, wait. So people have questioned that already. I'm not here to say whether she does or not. If she does, that's really unfortunate. I know how debilitating that can be, but she's had a lot of contradictory kind of things going on. For example, one of the other things that she says she suffers from or did, apparently now she's all better. One of the biggest things that people freaked out over in the illness department was that she said that she got copper toxicity poisoning from her IUD. That she is sick from getting a form of birth control called an IUD. This sickness caused her to almost die six months ago, according to her. And she says that she had been hiding her illness for four years and told no one. Despite her around three years ago going on a talk show and talking about being cured. Anyways, copper toxicity. This is something that has been unheard of ever before, as IUDs have a coating. And if this did happen to Joy, she needed to be studied. But in one of the videos I watched, they explained that like, I don't know, know anything about science or but it was something like what she claimed she had it's physically impossible to get that from an IUD her whole thing was that because it was like in the body where the body is like there's moisture that the copper rusted but apparently I didn't know this but copper can't rust no it just uh it has that patina oh my god why do you know that you're so smart (laughs) hello statue of liberty that's the example joy posted another video about her sickness allegedly called my brain is sick an anonymous lolcow user summed up her claims in this video on a post on this day writing okay i watched the my brain is sick video where she says she got the paragard iud six years ago and started to get sick 4.5 years ago in april 2013 actually just under four years, with collapses and heart issues, then fevers, weakness and pain to near strokes, near heart attacks, and oncoming seizures. <sighs> Sorry, I have just, I get exhausted and I start having chest pain, so I have to, to catch my breath. <sighs> okay, um, let me come back. Come, come on, brain fog. Um, so copper tea, this is gonna get really interesting. Maybe, maybe this is a bad idea. Um, but it's a copper-shaped tea they insert and the copper acts as like a spermicide and um, prevents pregnancy. For six years, for the most part, it pretty much did its job. But um, the problem is, is that the copper, because it's in a moist environment, um, started to rust. And that as a result led to where I'm at now with being extremely ill. So <clears throat> this was about what, six years ago I got this. Um, about four and a half years ago, I started getting really, really sick. It was around April, 2013. Um, I started having collapses and heart issues and it, and I, I didn't know what was going on. I went to the, the ERs, I went to doctors, nobody could figure it out. Um, this progressively got worse and it turned into, uh, fevers, constant fevers. I would have fevers for a week and that just wouldn't go away. Um, there were a lot of symptoms. I was, a lot of it's just extreme weakness and extreme pain. Doing that while fighting near strokes, near heart attacks. She says because the copper is in a moist environment, it rusts. And this is why it released copper into her body. Copper cannot rust. Rust is iron oxide. 
which only results from the oxidation of iron. Copper can also oxidize, but it forms a green patina over the surface, like on the Statue of Liberty. However, that patina is a waterproof protective layer over the interior metal. It doesn't leach out copper the way she's claiming. This is where she names the naturopath doctor that saved her life as Amanda Cheney in Kansas City, Missouri. You can see her education here. She says she argued with her real doctors. Her illness couldn't possibly be anxiety disorder because she was having fevers. I would go to doctors, I go to the hospitals. They would say, well, we've seen a regular EKG, we see the fever, but we don't know what it is. It's anxiety, take a Xanax. I would get so irate because some of them were just horribly rude. Um, or if they saw me come back, they'd be like, so you're back here for your anxiety. And I remember like, I've had yelling matches with doctors. Um, doctors, I've met some of the most wonderful people I know are doctors. Uh, my name is, or my uh, doctor, her name is Amanda Cheney. Um, and uh, if, you ever, if you guys ever have a mystery illness and need help, Amanda Cheney in Kansas City saved my life. In a live stream, she denied it was anxiety because she had a low resting heart rate. And she already knew what anxiety and panic attacks felt like. So this was different. Never mind that panic attacks can make you feel like you're having a heart attack and are literally dying at the time. She goes on to say she is able to fight the precursors of a seizure with meditation. No. That sounds like anxiety. Real seizures cannot be stopped just by calming down. Only anticonvulsant medication can do that. She then claims she got a diagnosis of fibromyalgia, doesn't say if the naturopath diagnosed her or a real doctor, and was told it's incurable, but she claims she can heal it by reprogramming her body with meditation and prayer in faith slash non-religious affirmation, which she says is like putting it out there, you are asking for help. So her story doesn't check out. Oh, hi there. Just chiming in um, to say that one, we don't really have a stance on Joy's chronic illnesses and whether they're real or she's making it up. It's not really our place to say. But I did find it interesting that everything I've read includes people being very adamant that she is making up the copper toxicity that she claims to have gotten from her IUD. And while she does describe it incorrectly, because I guess she says that the copper rusted and copper can't rust. But if you overlook that, everyone was so adamant that it was physically impossible and that definitely couldn't be real and it didn't happen because there's no scientific evidence to support it. But I guess time is on her side because if you Google it right now, it definitely is a thing that people have experienced and is like listed as a side effect for the specific kind of IUD that she had. So whether she actually has copper toxicity poisoning or if she thought she had it. I, regardless, it is interesting that it's actually a documented thing now. So it's not quite as crazy as everyone made it out to be. And I actually even came across a YouTube video from a doctor that said he believes there might even be a link between copper toxicity and fibromyalgia, which is another illness that she has said she had and a lot of people doubted. But interesting that there could be even a link between the two. But anyway, um, that part of the rabbit hole is honestly far too deep and I couldn't go down anymore, but uh, thought that was interesting to share. I am not like, for instance, I got really uh, mentally ill from my IUD and I remember the doctor telling me like, that's not possible. And it literally made me insane. My anxiety was the worst it's ever been. I could not function. I was horrible. I took it out a week later. I was completely fine. Did it like mess with your hormones and stuff? Is that why? Honestly, I feel like it was because even though they say it's localized hormones, I'm like, that shit must have spread to the rest of me. And I will never forget when my doctor left the room, the like nurse that was assisting her looked at me and was like, 
honestly, like just between you and me, I'm getting mine out too because of the same reason. And I was oh, like, wow. oh my God, that's very validating. Thank you. Because I felt like I was insane. They were telling me like, no, the hormones don't go there. And I was like literally sobbing and so anxious all day, every day for until I got it out. I think for me, I just like, I understand like how frustrating it is to be told by a medical professional. And you too, obviously, because you have a chronic illness. Like it's like you're being told by someone who like obviously knows more about you in that field that like that's impossible, but you're living it. So that part is frustrating. But again, if you Google like IUD and anxiety, there's a ton of people who have experienced what I experienced. There is a difference between multiple people experiencing something and then one person. I mean, I don't know. I haven't Googled copper toxicity, so I don't know. No, but, but that's so apparently it's like physically impossible. So there's no doctor that would have told her that she would have gotten that. But she said a doctor told her that. Honestly, I don't know how she revealed it. I think she just like said she had it. But that's one of the things I heard repeated constantly because people were like, no, you no, you don't. But um, something like there's so much. So, something else to note is that apparently people found out that before she started her YouTube career, she identified as an indigo child. Have you heard of that before? No. Well, let me Google the definition really quick. I have heard the term, but um, on Wikipedia it says, indigo children, according to a pseudoscientific new age concept, are children who are believed to possess special, unusual, and sometimes supernatural traits or abilities. Are we talking like psychic medium or like Matilda? Mm, not Matilda. Um, okay. No, she basically claimed from an early age that she was communicating with angels as well as ghosts. Like dead people. Yes, correct. Okay. Okay. That's not that that's not as crazy as I thought. Cause there's lots of people who think that. She differentiates between the angels and the ghosts. Are angels cons considered? Oh, maybe dead not. People? Maybe angels are just spiritual beings mm. of some like kind. maybe angels didn't really exist on earth and are just free energy. I'm know. not really sure. But she she claims that she like had an open line of communication with them from an early age and people would make fun of her for it and all this stuff. So that continued like through her mid-20s, at least. You said she used to identify. Does she no longer identify as an indigo child? I think she just wasn't vocal about it once she started the YouTube career. I'm not familiar with Lol Lolcal. Oh, The God. only reason I know what that is is from um, when What's-Her-Name got canceled. Oh, um, Creep, Creep Show. Yeah. Oh, my God. Did we not have this podcast when that happened? No. Maybe. I'm like, why didn't we cover it? I think it was just so much no, no we no must way. not have had it no i yeah, don't there's we, no way we would have yeah we would have definitely um so this is from six years ago joy sparkles bs which was the title of her channel at the time aka katie marie smith is a youtuber who has made a name for herself churning out a metric shit ton of obsessive videos mainly about onision and daddy 5 in a very short amount of time 100 plus on each topic spread across all her channels in less than seven months the tiktoks at least i mean that's unhinged too that she's done so many but at least they're shorter the youtube videos were like long i guess the thing i discovered when looking at everything last night is since she deleted the channel and it was a while ago people don't have the videos necessarily so there's not a ton of examples of how she was doing the coverage but there's a lot of evidence of people commenting on it and like everyone seems to agree the timeline lights up so she claims to have a debilitating mystery illness slash fibromyalgia ibs ptsd an autoimmune disorder which i guess she is also referred to fibromyalgia as an autoimmune disorder and it's not so that made people doubt it copper toxicity inflammation thyroid issues anxiety that causes her such chronic and 
intense pain that she wants to die and says that she's not able to hold a job. Yet, she is still somehow able to put out as many as 12 videos in one day and live stream as long as eight hours straight, sometimes both, all while flailing around with seemingly boundless amounts of energy. I want to tread lightly on the illness thing because I feel like there's two things here. If she is faking it all and she's just doing it for attention or whatever the reason is, that sucks for people who have invisible illnesses, right? Like so someone that you could look at and you could be like, you're so energetic, you're not sick. You know, that's not fair to totally, people totally. who have, you know, chronic illnesses. So I want to be careful there. It seems that she went to some doctor at a certain point that was like a holistic homeopathic kind of person. And they taught her, much like if you've seen our recent episode about the lady that says that you don't need glasses, that you just need to like start believing that you can see. That's kind of what Joy seems to subscribe to because she said that she meditated and prayed and just like willed a tumor that doctors told her was inoperable. She just made that go away. Big into homeopathic remedies. Um, in fact, at one point I had a tumor that was inoperable that I was told that can't be cured and I was able to do it through herbs. So I'm, I'm very big on that sort of thing. And It was a benign tumor or what? I don't think she specifies. She just says inoperable and it was on her neck and that she fixed it. Believe me, like, I had a tumor one time that I, that I had for a year on my neck that was telling me that I was told it could not be operated on, I would die. I didn't get rid of it, I'd die. I've had all these crazy things happen with my physical body. And I have learned um, from these experiences, you literally can heal anything. And the biggest thing mm -hmm. is you have to get to that breaking point and go inside of yourself and say, okay, what's actually going on here? And of course, what I have learned for myself it always ends up being emotional. Like, it always ends up being some emotional thing that you are not looking at that ends up manifesting. And that's what it was for me. And you discover all these things. But I just really want to, like, stress to people, do not ever give in to anybody that tells you you can't heal yourself and don't give in to any diagnosis. You can heal anything. You really can. It's all about getting the will to find a cure and getting humble in yourself and saying how they created this or or what situation have I brought myself into? Yeah, and then I she gets like very, very angry at anyone sick because she was mad that the doctor told her it was inoperable. And she starts like venting about how you can never tell someone what they can do with their body. And that sh if this she was thinks on video she or was this in text? Um, it's in video. I'll put the clip here. Doctors, when I finally got the diagnosis of fibromyalgia, I was told it's not curable. And I said, F you. First of all, don't you ever, I don't care who the f you are. Don't ever tell somebody what they can and can't do with their body and with their health. That's bullshit. I'm of the mindset I can heal anything. I just have to meditate, pray, I have to program my body the right way with meditation, and I have to stay in a state, and this is not religious that I'm talking about, but what I call prayer and faith. But um, she claims that she was able to heal herself out of this inoperable tumor. She also uses the chronic illness to tie herself into a lot of situations. Here's a video where she um, explains why she was so passionate, particularly about the Daddy of Five case, which from what I gather, she was like constantly like reaching out to people involved and trying to get inside info. And again, she seems like she does care about it. And I think it starts from maybe a genuine place. And then very quickly, she becomes way too obsessed with everything and just like needs to be involved, even though it has nothing to do with her, but she like, to her, it feels like it does. And I saw this video where she explains why she was so passionate about Daddy of Five and also talks about her sickness. And it's interesting. Hi guys. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so I'm, uh, I'm actually, um, getting ready to possibly, uh, 
leave and go back to my home, which I'm happy about. All good things. All good things. And uh, I want to talk about something. Um, first of all, let me just say, um, sorry, I'm trying to, there's a little thing. I hate looking over here at the things. I'm not trying to look at myself, but I'm looking to see if this looks okay. I guess so. I'm trying to, let me prop this up a little bit. Ooh, that's better. Okay. So, um, I'm having a panic attack right now and it's okay. Don't worry. Don't freak out. It's fine. I can deal with panic attacks. In fact, I have a pretty good poker face about panic attacks. Um, I, I would having panic attacks on and off my, my most of my adult and teenage life. So I'm somebody that can have a, a panic attack and will have a complete poker face. You'll have no idea. There are little tells if you know me well. Um, like I might start, uh, I don't know, speaking like quickly or quickly or quicker than usual, even though I talk really fast all the time. They're just little things if you knew me, but, um, I'm having a panic attack and it relates to the daddy 5 stuff. So I want to talk about it. Um, I'm sorry if you guys hear background noise. <laughs> I can't help it. But um, a lot of people have been criticizing me. Well, not a lot, but a few. A few people have criticized me and said, you know, why do I keep covering it? I'm beating a dead horse and, you know, think I'm profiting off of this, which is funny. If you guys knew the amount of money I don't make on YouTube, it's hysterical. Um, I I'm not making nearly enough for the videos I'm pumping out. And truly. Um, so why am I doing this? Why am I so passionate about this? It's because one of the reasons sometimes I suffer from anxiety and panic is because I grew up like Cody. And when I, I don't want to get upset, when I see Cody, I see a lot of my younger self. I grew up in situations where now I wouldn't have a camera on me because back then, you know, cameras were really expensive. You know, they were big and they sat like this on your shoulder. There were no cell phones. Um, I mean, it, it, they were extremely uncommon where I was from. Um, you know, cameras, there were no digital cameras as far as I was aware. It's just like you buy a little Polaroid at the store. Um, I'm digressing, sorry. Like just first impression, because I've never seen this video. She's giving me like strong monologue vibes. Like if she like practices in front of a mirror or something strange. I don't know, like she's not talking to a camera and just like being like, this is how I feel. She's like very much doing this whole song and dance that I'm like, oh, okay, well, interesting. I don't think that that seems disingenuous. Like I think that she's speaking from personal experience that she had a really hard upbringing and that she does relate to it. But she thinks that her covering it and doing hundreds of videos and like constantly updating, which I guess it's similar to the current situation where it's like very misleading or baseless claims that she's making that are very unnecessary videos. Like she's not adding anything. And she keeps going on to explain that she is like trying to help. You are setting him up for years and years of anxiety and panic and trauma. You are setting your kids up for years and years of just torment. And it's, it's got, it's not just, the, 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 it, it's so much deeper. Your, your body actually and your brain wires itself to believe that being abused is okay. And you find there's comfort in it. And you equate that with love. And that's what you're setting up for Cody. It's awful. I, you know, I've, I've had health issues, so I can't go out and do much or see people much. But even before that, I had social anxiety. I mask it really well, really well. But, sorry, it's a hard topic to talk about. So even though I've been able to mask it quite well, um, it's hard because you don't trust anybody. You always feel like, when's the next slap in the face coming? 
And so what happens is, because your brain and your body are wired to think that's love, you attract the wrong people into your life so you can leave the abuse, but the abuse never leaves you. Or if you attract the right people into your life, you push them away. Because you don't, you don't know. It's really hard. I'm almost 33 and I'm still dealing with this. The feeling that I go through sometimes is like, I'm in the middle of a landmine. And there are... I have to, and you know, I'm in the middle of a war zone and I'm standing in a landmine. You can't move because a bomb might go off. But overhead, you got planes dropping bombs. You don't know where it's going to drop. So you're just stuck and you're trapped. Anybody who's been through any type of trauma or abuse, you become very empathetic to others who have and you just don't want anybody to go through that. It's almost like if I have to go through that, I want to do everything I can to make sure nobody else goes through that. And there are so many people that still think that parenting style is okay. The amount of comments I've gotten of people who are their fans telling me to go die and like abusive stuff and agreeing with them. That tells me there are so many people who think this is okay. People who go through this. So many people have gone through this and I know that they understand where I'm coming from on this. This is why I'm so passionate about this subject. I don't think that that seems disingenuous. Like I think that she's speaking from personal experience that she had a really hard upbringing and that she does relate to it. But she thinks that her covering it and doing hundreds of videos and like constantly updating, which I guess it's similar to the current situation where it's like very misleading or baseless claims that she's making that are very unnecessary videos. Like she's not adding anything. And she keeps going on to explain that she is like trying to help. I saw this knowing that she had covered things like ad nauseum. But when I saw this, I was like, well, maybe it is rooted in a genuine thing and she just takes it too far. Like she does have genuine concern, but then she becomes obsessed with it and projects her own stuff into it and thinks she's helping, but really she's not, obviously. A lot of people seem to very much dismiss everything she does as she's just like lying and she's just this exploitative grifter, basically. But I think it doesn't necessarily stem from just like greed and wanting money. And I honestly feel like maybe she likes the attention more than the money. But it's just an interesting juxtaposition if you didn't know anything else about her and you just saw this. But then also, eventually, I don't even think I got to like why she officially left YouTube, but she has like changed identities a few times. And this is actually the first first video that I came across and it's her explaining why she deleted her YouTube channel. And a lot of people have claimed that she does all this for money and she claimed that she didn't monetize most of the videos. She also then claimed, I guess at one point, that she accidentally monetized all of the videos like in bulk which okay that's not a thing you can't do that no and that she tried to demonetize all of them again but she might have missed one or two and even weirder claim than that i'll let you see here and um this is from five years ago in august 2018. p.s this entire video was completely out of focus and i she never acknowledges it but um it was already blurry i didn't make it like that as you guys know and i don't really want to go into a whole lot of detail but you know, I got a severe amount of harassment. And like, you know, with the vegan cheetah video, we're not talking about flags to my videos. We're not talking about name calling. We're not even talking about putting out all kinds of personal information. All of that happened and more, right? That was hard. But you know, I realized that's the territory of what this is and I stuck through it. I didn't think I deserved it under all the circumstances, but whatever, right? It's, it's life, it's putting yourself out there. Here's what happened. I was so tired of all the bullshit and you know, there are rules on the internet. Like if you have scandal or something happens, 
wait a couple weeks, people forget. Did you guys know that didn't happen with me? It mostly started around the Daddy of Five shit and it just crescendoed and crescendoed. And then it, that was early May and then October hit. Why I deleted my channel, I think people still don't quite understand. And I remember at the time when the last videos I made on uh, Joyce Sparkle BS, I was so frustrated because silence didn't help. Nothing helped the extreme amounts of harassment and doxing. Reminder, the reason people were harassing her is because she had posted an absurd amount of videos. So we don't have examples for what she, like she, those videos don't exist anymore? No, the ones not where archived, she, no. Oh, shit. But we do have the examples now, and they completely track with the concept that she was just like clickbaiting random stuff and like making meaningless videos that are not adding anything. But when people say that she botched the Daddy of Five thing, what exactly are they referring to? She had been like talking to the mom, one of the, because you, you mentioned that there's like some kind of- The biological mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was talking to someone and like talking to a lawyer. She just got too close to it and got too involved. And I don't know, all the details. Oh, hi again. Uh, so I'll be honest, I tried to figure out the details about this part, but the more I looked into it, the more names kept popping up and the more confused I got. And I just, there, there was so much going on. That said, basically from what I've gathered, the reason people claim that Joy almost ruined the Daddy of Five case was because at some point in the midst of the custody trial, Joy had apparently made contact with both Rose, the kid's biological mother, and also Rose's lawyer. And the reason this was a problem was because also at a certain point during the trial, the court had put out a gag order, which calls for the restricting of information or comments surrounding the case being made public or being passed on to any unauthorized third party. And in this case, Joy would be the unauthorized third party and apparently enjoys coverage around the topic. She would often allude to having private information that she could release if she wanted to and that the gag order didn't apply to her. Hey, I sat and I had a moral dilemma and I thought to myself, I can sit here and I can release stuff. I can sit here and I can say things, but not going to because I'm afraid that could jeopardize the children. Yeah, everybody keeps talking and I've shut up and they're screaming, shut up, you can't talk. Well, I've stopped talking from my choice, but you're still talking. It's insanity. Tote says then don't even say you can say stuff. What does it know? I'm putting out there that I have the freedom of speech right now. I have every right to say things. The gag order has nothing to do with me. I can say whatever I want and I can say that I can say whatever I want. But the problem here is that since she had contact with Rose and her lawyer, if she were to report any information that was deemed private, it wouldn't be a leap to assume that they had leaked the information to Joy, which would then violate the gag order, which would then jeopardize Rose's chance at getting custody of the kids, meaning they might end up back with the dad. Luckily, that did not happen. But yeah, it's all just, it sounds like a huge mess. But um, a lot of people were not happy that Joy was throwing around that she knew stuff that wasn't public. Now, as I said, there is a ton of information around this particular circumstance, so I'm sure there are a lot more details to this, but from everything I saw, that was the basic gist that I got. But anyway, again, please, if I have misspoke or misrepresented something or left something out, leave it in the comments below. We are very open to more information on this case because it's, it's a lot and it's hard to find. Like, the video would not have come out today if I had kept doing any more research than I already did. But that's all for now. I'll be popping in again soon, I'm sure. Uh, let's continue her, why she deleted that channel. Of other stuff that went on and, and even threats and stuff. And I was like, okay, fuck it. People are wanting to see, uh, the big thing was people wanted to see my analytics. And I, 
and there were many reasons I didn't want to put them out and the biggest one was I was told if you put stuff out like that YouTube can take you off the platform and I was like well, I don't want to do that. I what? There's like rumors of that but that's not true. You can show analytics and pretty much anything. I've never even heard rumors of that. Why would that be I have. I've heard that like if you share the amount that you make it's like against TOS or something but there's a ton of like channels actually dedicated to helping people on YouTube and they show their analytics all the time. They even show their CPM and shit. I feel like that was like a trend for a while where it's like how much I made this month or like how much I made on this million views like although I do think it was a rumor and maybe that's what she was believing that's not true she could have shown her analytics so people basically from what I'm understanding they wanted to see that she wasn't profiting off of the daddy yes. of five thing because she was kind of saying that she wasn't listen yes. if she had 80,000 I think Paige said at the time probably more at the time that she was making the daddy of five videos if she had that many subscribers and she was making 10 videos a day or like what were what were people saying she was making like eight to ten a day even if like ten thousand people viewed each video and there was eight to ten videos a day she would make a lot of money a month <laughs> even if it was like a very small percentage of her following that watched people said she was getting hundreds of thousands of views and it's not so much that like i'm sure like in her head she's like you know i spend time doing this i'm a commentary channel like i should be compensated for what i do but i again there's a fine line between covering something updating people on something and then doing what she does and what she's historically done with every single case and what she's doing right now with Ruby Frank and their kids. Like, there's just no ethical way to do what she does. You can't cover something that much and be ethical about it. No, and I'll show a couple, I have two, a uh, couple more um, timestamps from the two hour video that I was watching where as soon as he said the clip I'll show you, it was like, oh my God, like, is this about right now? Like, it is the exact same thing. This was in one of the videos and she basically, I had clicked ahead and not seen her full like intro to it. So I didn't realize that it was out of context, but she was basically narrating a clip between Trisha, Shane and Trevi, uh, Moran, when Trevi was a minor. And the way she's describing it is like the most absurd thing you've ever heard. And I thought it was legit. It's not, she was apparently doing it as an example, much like the racist joke too, to show like how crazy people are that they lose their way so context doesn't matter anymore. Just keep this in mind uh, down the road because that's exactly what she does to all the clips on her TikTok. I'm seeing so many ridiculous, it's been leaked and it is confirmed. So-and-so is a predator. And I'm seeing it on both sides and I'm going, what happened? How did people lose their way socially in society where context doesn't matter? So that alone, I was like, that's all you do. Like all of her stuff is like confirmed that Ruby and Jody are in a relationship. Like leaks, blah, blah. It is absurd how much, I feel like people always do that, <laughs> that they like condemn the exact same thing that they're doing themselves. And I don't know the time frame of when that started, but it, was just the most absurd thing ever to me when you'll agree, I think, when we watch some of the videos. But here is, I titled it, History Repeats Itself. Bribed. Joy claimed. Oh, and it starts with a fun little tidbit about how she said that she was prescribed Lyrica and then she shows it on camera and it's literally in like what looks like it was a vitamin bottle that she has labeled herself to say Lyrica. Wait, that's not satire? No. No, and she claims that she, like she put it in that bottle for other reasons. Like she doesn't say that this that was prescribed to her, but Joy claimed to be on a medication called Lyrica, and instead of having the pills in a medication bottle, 
She showed it on camera inside a bottle that looked like a bottle used for Nature's Bounty or some other CVS over-the-counter vitamins with the word Lyrica written on a piece of paper and messily taped over the original label. She claimed that she put her pills in this bottle to help her know when to take them. She posted more videos the next day and people noted how energetic she was in them for someone who had fibromyalgia and was taking a drug like Lyrica, which has side effects such as dizziness. She also got cruder in the videos and according to one poster, she made the claim that Mike Martin was mad to footage of him abusing his own kids. The 28th of April comes with news that Joy had almost raised enough money to get Onision his fax machine. Oh, that was a joke because I guess Onision always said that people needed to like provide fax. And so then she did a GoFundMe to buy him a fax machine. Do people actually donate to that? Apparently. Oh my God. The GoFundMe was of course fake, a joke on Joy's part, but people were donating their real money to it. She allegedly also posted three more Daddy of Five videos on the 28th. Here is what one Anon wrote about one of the videos. They write, in the new Daddy of Five video, she claims a video game seen on one of the kids' computers is a screensaver. She's adding absolutely nothing to the conversation. She's just repeating that's being said in the video and mocking it and adding in these ridiculous insights that are baseless. She claims the kids had to learn on their own how to communicate. She does not know this family, yet she continues to educate everyone on how they really are. I, along with everyone else I'm sure, am sickened over the whole daddy of five situation. But come on, there's enough shit there to be sickened over without having to create new material. So I heard that and I was like, that is exactly how I felt about all of the eight passengers videos. And I think it's time that we watch some of them. Oh God. Well, yeah, this is the most important part because this is live on TikTok right now. She is doing this current it's so hard to look back on things that there no longer is proof for because, you know, it's like, oh, well, maybe it wasn't that bad. So now we could just see how bad it is. Yeah, well, and that's the thing. It's like, there aren't videos, but there's plenty of people describing right. what was happening. And it seems to be exactly what is happening now, where she on TikTok, again, has over 404,000 followers. That's a lot. I Isn't know. that more than she ever had on YouTube? Yeah, well, that's the thing. It's like, I mean, I've always said that TikTok, it seems like it's crazy because people have 15 million followers followers and that's not super common on YouTube, especially for something like this. If you're covering the, like a case that people are super invested in and you're putting up fucking eight videos a day, they're going to follow it if they think they're true. And also, don't you feel like the format of TikTok, not just because it's short form, just in the way that it's delivered, like even if it's just through the For You page, it sprinkles it and does it in a way where you wouldn't necessarily like realize how invasive and how much she's putting out necessarily. Like you just kind of see things quite often and you don't even really know if everything's posted on the same day on TikTok, it's kind of hard to tell. So like, maybe that's why she's getting away with it a lot easier than she did on YouTube. I mean, she's definitely not sharing her personality. She's delivering these videos very much like an at-home news anchor. That's a whole genre on TikTok. People just standing in front of like a green screen of something and doing that's that. Yep, yeah, that's what she does. I think it's just a different kind of viewing. Like people are uh, not seeing it for like, this girl seems unhinged. It's like they're watching because it's about eight passengers and then they're following her because she covers eight passengers. Right. And I mentioned there's 144 videos. Before that, she was covering different topics. Once she started, that's 
all she's covered. Like it is strictly, it's exclusively just eight passengers content. And also that the comments are all like positive. I don't know if she deletes negative ones. She could be filtering too, yeah. But even the amount of positive ones is insane. Cause I mean, it took me one video to be like, what the fuck is this? Like this is not even close to real reporting. Here's her first video that she posted on them on uh, September 2nd. So the caption, like the title on screen says, Ruby's daughter escaped which people are gonna click on because it was the son that escaped. So that's like what's fresh in everyone's mind, but that's what she titles it. She's not referring to the other minor that was in the house. She's referring to Sherry who like what? left when she was 18. Has been estranged for a while, yeah. So okay. already this is the first video that I could tell and already it's like, this is not true. And it says, Ruby Frankie's daughter escaped. She says she need a help, <laughs> typo. And then she hashtags a bunch of Ruby Frankie stuff. So here we go. Ruby Frank's daughter is coming forward and saying she escaped the family and is asking the public for help in getting her mother charged and is spilling all kinds of information on what really happened. Guys, make sure and click the plus sign as I'm gonna keep you up to date with all of this and sound off in the comments. Tell me what you think about all this, but this is Ruby Frank of the very popular family vlogging channel, Eight Passengers, who was arrested for child abuse, which many people and many viewers said they saw over the history and the course of the channel. She's speaking up and she's spilling all kinds of information. Take a look. This is her daughter and the headline reads, Ruby Frank's eldest daughter explained why she escaped her family in a podcast five months ago, saying being with them left her spiritually drained. That's enough for that one, but already she's taking things where it's like there's slivers of truth in there or she's taking headlines and then she's just completely misrepresenting them to make it something that people think is more dramatic than it is i just really hate when people especially when it's true crime related or any sort of like serious topic and they just have to stop to be like if you like this like hit the plus sign like let us know what you think in the comments are you fucking joking? Literally, that's one of my biggest complaints when I was working at Clever and doing any of the news stuff because it was always like, tell them to hit the bell, tell them to subscribe. And I'm like, who has ever been like, oh my God, I would have never subscribed unless you told me to. Like if people want to subscribe, they will. I don't feel like you need to like constantly remind them and be like, okay, yes. But, and it's one thing and cringy when people do it with regular content or entertainment news or whatever, but it's so fucked up to do it with such a serious situation like this. Like it just kind of very clearly to me shows intention, but anyway. Well, and that's where I like struggle to, cause like back to the video where she's explaining why she's so passionate about daddy of five, it's like, Okay, so there's maybe some genuine feelings in there of why she got involved, but then it quickly spirals out of control. This is after she's already done that a couple times. So it's like, I don't know if she thinks she's helping or if this this round seems straight up exploitative from the beginning. Oh, hi there. Sorry to interrupt yet again. But um, remember earlier when I said Joy had uploaded a much longer update video on her other YouTube channel? Well, lucky for you, I watched all 41 minutes of it. So you don't have to, and I would not recommend doing it. But anyway, um, I'll get to some of the other main points in a little bit, but for now, I just wanted to share a little portion where Joy tells us about her newfound TikTok success, because while I may have given her the benefit of the doubt and wondered, like, maybe does she actually mean well and she just gets a little out of control? Well, these clips pretty much cleared that up for me, and I'll let you watch and see what you think her motivation is. I went back to TikTok, and I did not realize at the time TikTok had monetized. And I went and covered the submarine in June, 60 million views in a month. Went from 160,000 and right now I'm at about 400,000 followers. I'm doing really well. And 
I can't tell you how happy I am. Uh, right now I'm covering the, um, oh God, what, I, I say I literally covered everybody. What's it called? The uh, Ruby Frankie case. Uh, I do uh, I do a lot of mysteries. I do a lot of conspiracies. I do true crime. I do trending stuff. I do weird stuff. I do everything. But um, I'm really good at cases where people are physically, mentally, emotionally not being nice, especially when it comes to younger people. Um, that's how I got my start on YouTube. I, I think for whatever reason, I just have a knack or a flair for explaining it to people and people like my delivery on it and just what I've been through and what I've experienced. Yeah, so um, apparently she's really good at this kind of thing, you guys. And you heard her, she didn't plan on making money on TikTok. She didn't even know monetization was a thing. But that doesn't change the fact that once she did find out that she could make money, Joy did what Joy does and she exploited the absolute shit out of it. I just make so much content every day. I make anywhere from... A, a low day on TikTok is six videos. So six to 10, sometimes 12 videos, a video every hour on this Ruby Frank situation. It's nuts. Yes, Joy, it is nuts. And no, I'm not referring to the case, which I mean, yes, it is also nuts. But I'd also venture to say that, uh, you know, posting over 150 videos on one topic in less than a couple weeks, that's pretty fucking nuts as well. And I'm really enjoying covering it and people are liking my coverage quite a bit. I'm so excited. I think Hopefully in the next month or two, I'll hit the half million mark. My goal, if I can by Christmas, I'd love to get to a million followers. I don't know if I can do it, but I'm gonna try. What's alarming about this is that I'm recording this video on September 25th, and she currently has 410,000 subscribers. So a million by Christmas, honestly, is really not out of the question, especially considering how hard she is trying, you know, and by that I mean is willing to post anything and make up complete bullshit just so people will click on it. But you know what? TikTok success. That's not enough for Joy. She also wants to use this as a way to relaunch her YouTube career. Here's what I thought about doing. I thought I would love to come back to YouTube and cover this. But number one, I film anywhere for an hour, hour and a half every day, which I get up in the morning, I do. And if I'm real quick, I can get it done in like 30, 45 minutes. And then I, as I'm doing my routine, I edit my videos, I SEO optimize, I get everything ready. You know, it's like, it's not hard work, but I work every single day consistently. Yeah, Joy, I'd imagine it isn't too hard when you don't need to do any research about what you're covering because, you know, you're making it all up. But I'm sorry, let me allow Joy to keep telling us more about her content plan for YouTube. Thought. I thought, what if I take my TikToks, I mush them together, and I put them up here and see how they do. So I will try to get that 10 minute mark, which you're supposed to, and you guys can be kept up to date with it. And then... Not yet, but maybe like once a week or so I can do a live stream and we can talk about, you know, different things. And I, I love, it's hard. I love certain true crime. A lot of it, it's just too dark. I don't want to look at stuff that's too dark all the time. But true crime, um, certain things like the Murdoch case, I was obsessed with the Murdoch case. This case is fascinating. Uh, Coburger, I think is really interesting. And I would love to cover some of that as well as other stuff I want to do. Um, but I thought, and it's a great topic right now. Not a ton of people are covering it consistently. So that's what I'm gonna try. So when you see my long form and it looks like a TikTok, a long TikTok, they are, and they'll be mushed together. So that's that's where I'm at, and that's kind of what I wanna do. And there's one other thing I wanna talk about, and I'm really scared to talk about it, but I think it's really important too, uh, so you can understand some of my content coming up. Don't worry, we'll definitely be circling back to hear what that one thing is, and trust me, it is a bombshell. But in regards to her YouTube return, um, basically Joy saw that her content was doing really well on TikTok, so she's just going to repackage the exact same bullshit on YouTube, which I hope doesn't do as well as it's doing on TikTok. But you know what? She did say she is also gonna maybe throw in a live stream once in a while because 10 TikToks a day on one subject isn't enough. Obviously, we need more of her insightful commentary and news reporting because she's so good at it. I don't know if you have it, but I would love to see the one of her saying that Ruby and 
Ruby and Jody are in a relationship. Um, I did, I did uh, grab that one. Wait one sec. Which we have mentioned in videos before, like some people are speculating that that could have been something, but it was very much so, however, an in passing statement and something that we were just like, this is what people are speculating. And then we just moved on. It was definitely not a confirmation of any sort or like they were in a relationship together. We more so just said they're so suppressed and so against LGBTQ. A lot of people are speculating that they could be in a relationship together. Exactly. It's not like Ruby came out and was like, like, I love oh my, are you? The fucking text says proof they are lovers. I'm telling you, after we just saw that clip where she was like, where have we gotten in society where people are saying confirms and leaks and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, that is literally what you do. And as you just said, a lot of people have speculated about this, but it absolutely has not been confirmed. And I don't think ever would be, even if it is true. Like people are commenting being like, oh my actual God, knew it. Thank you for updates. I've actually been suspecting this for a while now. And it's like, what? Cause let's watch. What was the caption on this? Yeah, it says Ruby confirms she and Jody are- Ruby Cranky just confirmed her relationship with Jody Hildebrandt. And this is explosive. This has been something I've been looking into and sitting on for a little bit, but it looks like we have further confirmation of what we've all been thinking. Guys, make sure and click the plus sign. I'm gonna have more information come out about this. I don't want you to miss. Sound off in the comments and tell me what you think, but this comes from the Hidden True Crime Podcast. They are great. They've had a lot of great pieces of information come out that I've been looking at. And this is what I've been sitting with. Now, apparently there is a Facebook page where Ruby says she's in a relationship with Jody. However, the reason I didn't put this up was there was a lot of speculation that it was fake. Well, it looks like it's real, and I need you guys to see the details on what's going on with this. Take a look and we'll discuss. So this is to be the most interesting piece of information. Uh, those of you that have seen this already, which is Ruby, Griffith Frankie stating on Facebook, making it Facebook official, as we all call it, that she is in a relationship with Jody Hildebrandt in January of 2022. That's like before she even kicked Kevin out. Like, no, that's not real. Like, are you fucking kidding? I'm sorry. That's kind of fucking low key, high key hilarious. That's funny. So here, there's a few though that she takes clips from eight passengers, the same kind of clips that I was looking for. She doesn't even take the worst ones. And then she just adds her own insight and makes these assumptions that it's like, Huh? And she presents them all as fact. Here was one of the first ones I saw that I, this is what led me to tweet because I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, this is so absurd. It's a claim that she makes where she says that Ruby essayed her kids. We had questioned, because Ruby had made the claims in court that her youngest son had apparently essayed 20 kids in one month, which the whole story was super weird. But we said, even if that was true, kids don't just do that. Like they learn that from somewhere. So she runs with that and turns around and claims that Ruby essayed the kids and it's proven on camera. She says, Ruby and Jody did essay. Am I weird in thinking that's such an odd way to phrase that? Even the caption says, Ruby was the one doing essay. Like it feels odd anyway, but she claims that Ruby and Jody were responsible and this is her proof. The real reason why Jody has said that her children have done SA on each other, especially the young male, we're gonna expose it and it's deeper and darker than what most people think. 
Guys, make sure and click the plus sign. I'm going to keep you up to date with all this. Sound off in the comments. Tell me what you think. But if you've been following the story, you know that yesterday Ruby had court hearing. And the day before that, she had a hearing for shelter for the children where they were going to go in custody. And disturbingly, she turned it all around the kids. And she said that her youngest, Russell, was doing S.A. to himself, to other people. Can what did you, you do S.A. Say to, him, to himself? No, that's not how that works. I actually missed that the first time I watched it, but... To family members, to siblings, and to the neighborhood, up to 20 people, and that he's had issues with looking at intimacy photos, please infer, since the age of three. Me and many other people have come back saying that sounds like absolute horse crap, and it absolutely does. But there is a theory that I am very concerned with that I want to explain as to why she would have brought this up. So the first thing is, we know from Jody's niece that apparently Jody loves to say that everybody is addicted to intimacy issues, please infer. And as a result of being addicted to intimacy issues, she loves to put that on children because apparently Jody did the same thing to Jesse, even though Jesse didn't have those issues. And yet Jody would hammer her and say, you need to admit to these things, otherwise the abuse will continue. So, what Jesse decided to do in that was to run away and get out of there, and she's speaking about it. This is what I think happened. Literally what? So it's like she's taking, again, she's taking things like we said that the interview with Jesse, which by the way, uh, we um, used the wrong pronouns when we first covered that, and Jesse goes by they, them. But there are connections that make it seem like, yeah, that it definitely could be made up. But then she jumps to the conclusion that it's them, per I, I I don't know if this is the one with the clip, but I have one other link to it. I sincerely doubt her claims about what's going on with her children. What I think this probably is, is this, and this is why it gets dark. So we know that the police picked up these children. We know the children went to the hospital. We, we know that they found all kinds of issues surrounding abuse, the lacerations, the malnutrition. Here's what I think. We know tell us. that when she found out she was on the run, she started to run, wouldn't speak to police, wanted to lawyer up immediately. First of all, if your children were taken into custody because they are having issues where somebody's abused them, that just shows a huge level of narcissism that she wasn't concerned for her kids or wanting to see her kids. She was concerned about protecting herself. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. wait. <sighs> My thing is she's gone how many minutes now and she still hasn't said the whole essay thing. So what the fuck is her she theory? She prefaced uh, her, this theory with, I think, this is what I think three times before she, she keeps started saying, saying that. It. And yeah. I'm like, well, what do you fucking think? Yeah. That's the first tell. Here's the second. I'm wondering if there's more that's unreleased to the public that we don't know about, about what they found on those kids. Meaning, did they find evidence of essay on those kids? Did Ruby know it? Did Jody know it? And did they have to turn around and concoct this plan so that they didn't get in trouble? They were already gonna get in trouble for the other abuse. Like, what is this like line of thinking? It makes no sense. Um, let me click the one though that she... Wait, but, uh, but what's her theory? Are they really the ones who did the S.A. or and this is even more disturbing, did they have it inflicted on the child? Considering we know, I think a lot of Jody's issues, the, a lot of the issues she says other people have, she really has. And she's constantly putting those issues on other people. My question is, did it go that far? Now, I'm not saying it did, I'm not saying it didn't, but as I've sat with the evidence and analyzed it and weighed it back and forth, it's made me question a lot of things. And if you can watch my videos, a lot of my questioning 
turns out to be accurate because no, I try to one use my intuition and two, I'm old enough as a lot of you watching and we've been through all kinds of stuff with people, especially if you've been through abuse, you can tend to spot things. Oh, come on. Oh, come on. Like, what the fuck uh, are you saying? That's such fucking bullshit. And first of all, there's so many things about this video that piss me off. Just because you've been through abuse does not mean that, like, you can look at someone and be like, oh, that's a person who's been abused. Because it manifests so differently in every single different individual. Second of all, you literally didn't even give a fucking theory. And yet, this whole video is like, this is what happened. And then you never get to the point of what happened. But there's 104 thousand likes on this millions of views i'm sure what are people even saying to this well first of all the caption is ruby was the one doing sa the all caps real reason she blamed Ru i thought you didn't know that you just uh, like what there is no reason the reason is like you're just saying like what i think is that they have details they didn't tell us about yeah okay. uh, it and yet the response is good, right? Yeah. People? Um, this case breaks my heart. Scary, but I think you're 100,000% right. As usual, you nailed it. Your insight is amazing. Do you think these are like her accounts that she's commenting? I mean, honestly, wouldn't put it past her after everything I've seen. No, because there's so many. Someone said commenting to stay updated. Yeah. Here's the thing is that we also speculated that why if it is true which we don't even really believe that ruby's telling the truth so we're kind of on board there but we said okay maybe she's not being truthful and if she is being truthful what happened to those children that taught them how to behave that way because usually that's how historically those patterns happen but in no way shape or form were we like oh we know what happened ruby is the one who essayed those kids and jody did it too and you know why because I think so. It's like, no, that you- Yeah, the difference is we were posing valid questions that we never claimed to have the answer to because no one does, except Ruby and Jody, probably, and the kids. And she is presenting things like the real reason and it, like and confirming things. And it's like, based on your weird intuition you claim, I mean, she is an indigo child, so she has supernatural powers. So back to the indigo child thing. Um, that is actually one thing that she hasn't been super public about on the internet, but I did find a video where she explains her current beliefs and how she is no longer part of the indigo child community, which makes me wonder, is there an indigo adult community? Regardless, the thing I thought was most interesting about this whole kind of recapping of her spirituality and explaining what her beliefs are is that several times she references that when she grew up, she uh, didn't learn critical thinking skills which I don't think she realizes how apparent that is. And she actually even cites that for the reason she wanted to leave the indigo child community. When I found out about this term, I cringe, indigo children. I saw, you know, I read these books and I was like, oh my God, this is me. It describes me to a T, like the traits. Highly sensitive and highly intuitive and artistic and you feel like you have a mission to help the world. I was just like, fuck yes, that these are my people. Like, now, here's what I will tell you. Back then, I was somebody that if it, I didn't have any critical thinking skills, and we're talking 14 years ago, mind you. So if something felt right in my gut, like if I got a gut intuition or a gut feeling or just like something moved me, it was fact to me. And I would present it as such. But I didn't have critical thinking skills. I didn't add logic to it. Nobody ever taught me how to do that stuff. It wasn't until my late 20s that, that was something I started to really cultivate, if that makes sense. By like 19, I was really into this idea. By 22, 23, I said, I'm done with the new age stuff. And the reason is the majority of the people that I met who claim to be new agers drove me nuts. <laughs> like so much no logic that 
it was almost like they weren't people. Like you couldn't have an actual conversation with them, which made me have to look at myself and be like, oh my God, am I like this? The big thing though, the big turnoff for me, the people were full of shit. I realized something, it was all business. It was all about money. It drove me nuts to see such lack of logic that there was zero responsibility and watching people be very, very irresponsible. Joy, girl, the call is coming from inside the house. Are you joking? While she does say that she didn't cultivate her critical and logical thinking skills until her late 20s, but based on what we watched and considering she's now in her 30s, I would venture to say she never did learn that. Anyway, I just thought it was particularly ironic because she was criticizing these people for their hypocrisy, um, doing things only for money and, um, you know, not having any critical thinking skills because it seems like uh, she checks all of those boxes. But, you know, again, that's just me. Also, at one point in some video, she claims that she has like an exceptionally high IQ and that she's like way smarter than most people. And that seems interesting to me just because of if she's not purposely misinterpreting a lot of the stuff she covers, I don't know how that could be true. Because she makes the weirdest connections and assumptions that are like a very intelligent person would not jump to that conclusion, but okay. No, but like seriously, then she fucking jumps in and is like, and I've been through abuse and those are my credentials. Mm -hmm. But it's similar to when she's saying the daddy of five stuff, she justifies because she's like, well, I've been through it. So I want to stop right. it for other people. But that doesn't mean just reporting bullshit because like you've said, Ruby's already fucking horrible enough on her exactly. own. If someone catches you in a lie, they might be quick to write off everything as a lie. And exactly. that's not fair it's to It's harmful kids. to the case. So there was another one that I pulled about Ruby essaying, and I'm pretty sure this one has a clip and it's apparently super damning. Oh my God, you guys. Keep in mind the clip we watched earlier about her saying things taken out of context and like people just like saying things. It says, Ruby caught doing SA to kids in new video. Jesus. First of all, it's not a new video. Second of all, she's not. And then she, it's with like an exclamation point, like if she's excited to tell it. Yeah. And then it, the, the caption says, Ruby caught doing SA on kids in new leaked video. And then the next uh, caption on the screen says, she did it to her kids. And also that like literally sounds like you're talking about like CP. Are you ready for this clip? Because oh God. it is so like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Oh my like, God, 342,000 likes. I'm gonna throw up right I now. know, I told you. This is why, like, Ugh. I couldn't believe that this is a person that has done all of this before because of how absurd it is this round. And I'm like, holy shit. The top comment says, please tell me the kids are in a safe place away from her. Guess what? Fucking Joy doesn't know anything. Like, are you joking? Get ready for this. Disturbing video evidence that Ruby Frankie did SA to her children and she did it on camera. Guys, make sure and click the plus sign because I'm gonna keep you up to date with this. <sighs> Sound off in the comments, tell me what you think. I'm gonna show you this clip and then we're gonna discuss because as everybody knows, she's come out and said that Russell has done SA on everybody, all the kids, kids in the neighborhood, family members, up to 20 people saying that he started at three years old by looking at physically intimate issues. That's actually the second time she's like used like quotes for something that I've never read before. And like, I don't know where she got the quote. Saying, this is BS, this is a lie, it's not true. And, well, how did this happen? And I think we know, take a look. Video is harmless. And here's the thing. What is that? Chat is changing. 
and she's joking about opening the door. That is Ruby doing essay to her kids. That wasn't even the one that I had originally seen. Let me find that one real quick. Um, this is one of the ones I came across that was like the trigger that I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, wh how, what is this person doing? Because it is so just ridiculous that I'm like, huh? Oh my God. The caption is Ruby doing essay to Russell in bed comes on to him while cuddling. Jesus. So I see that and I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? And it starts with a quote on screen that says, I love cuddling you because you're so hot. You guys, oh, get God. fucking ready. Ruby Frankie has been caught in another SA moment with her another. child, Russell. That is really creepy. Guys, Isn't make it? sure and click the plus sign. I'm gonna keep you up to date on this. Sound oh my God, Tell Jesus. me what you think, but if you've been following the case, then you know. As of last week, there was a hearing for shelter in place and Ruby stepped up and she said, well, one of my children, which looks like Russell, is somebody who does SA. He's done SA on over 20 people, the kids in the neighborhood, the siblings, family, friends, you name it. Himself, she apparently. came out and said these things. And it's made a lot of people question because now there's a lot of questionable content already on the abuse and what she's done, but now we're looking at it with a different eye because many people are calling BS on what she's saying. And I have a clip for you guys, and I wanna find the full clip. This is just a small clip. And this just shows something that I find really disturbing. And since she's making these allegations, I think we have to look at all this with a different lens. Take a look at the clip and then we'll discuss. You know why I like cuddling you? Mm-hmm. Cause you're so hot. Now, full disclosure, we don't know that full clip. That is, that's the clip. That's it. She likes cuddling him because he's so hot. As if she is referring to him being like attractive. Sexually hot. Yeah. When it's so and not obvious warm. that she's referring to body temperature. Like it doesn't, like I, someone with such a high IQ should be able to like deduce that from that clip. But I don't know that full clip. However, one thing I want to point out is that Ruby, even some of the older kids, she has in bed cuddling with them. I am not saying there's anything inherently wrong with that because I can already hear people speaking up saying, well, I'm a parent and I've done that with my kids. I get it. But we're not talking about Do normal you? people. We're talking about a woman who is capable, in my opinion. Oh, here we go. No. Why are you making these claims when she already yeah. has bad ones? This is just stupid. Yeah, that is such bullshit. She's basically like, they're a bad person. So I can speculate whatever because it might be true because they're so bad. Exactly. And it's like, no, cuddling your child. My mom wants to fucking cuddle me all the time. I got to push that bitch away. I literally say like, I want to eat my daughter. I want to eat her. She is so delicious. I just want to- You're a cannibal. I just want to like literally, <laughs> I'm a cannibal. Like literally, it's just fucking insane. Parents cuddle with their children and say like, oh, you're so warm. Like, give me your warmth. They're like, I don't fucking like- It's just so like, you are making something out of absolutely nothing. Like there's so many bad clips and you're choosing that. Well, the thing is because she wants to go with this angle and like she wants to have the angle nobody else has. And so she's willing to do pretty much whatever to get there. But the fucking crazy part is the comments. I caught a glimpse of them really quick. And literally they're like, one says, thank you for spreading this. You are seriously helping these kids. No, you aren't. Then the next one is, you are my favorite creator on this app for these videos. Great work. What work? Thank you. There's a real person that says, you are getting really creepy with these accusations. If you see SA in that video, I think you have problems. Agreed. Literally. And what do people say to that? Oh my God. Oh my God. Someone said, sounds like you're outing yourself if the shoe fits, man. And the person said, probably fits perfectly on you if you see SA in that video. Get help and stay away from the kids in the meantime. Oh my God. Well, if you hear the creator, she has a point because Ruby ain't normal. I hear it as hot temp wise because why would I think otherwise? But Ruby isn't normal, you know? Ruby could be projecting. I don't know. 
they have to be like 10 year olds like this makes no they have sense to be, yeah and then also she is just like banking on the fact that ruby's so horrible that people are just gonna be like okay yeah no for sure when this has always been the shit that she's done and it's so unnecessary because if you want to cover every aspect of it which is not necessary like there's updates that we haven't done you know like sherry frank just went to court and like we're not gonna be here every step of the way talking about this because it doesn't it's not necessary. There's a certain level of awareness that you could bring to something and then there's just exploitation. And these kids have been through enough. And like to have a video like that and like post it like, oh my God, guys, she essayed her child. If you really truly found evidence of a child being essayed, you go to the police, you would not go to TikTok. Like that is just fucking bullshit. That's even more evidence that you're full of shit. I don't know, I just can't help but feel like this is dangerous. Like dangerous, exploitative, annoying. Like this is just wrong. Well, and then you see people going, yes how did the child become exposed to it that video of her saying he is hot is indeed creepy no it isn't someone said stop lying and spreading misinformation these kids have already been through enough you don't need to spread more lies about them 80 plus videos get some help so joy responds and says what does my disclaimer say it says every opening line is a question even if it doesn't sound like it was even if it doesn't sound like it, she's like, even if I don't put a question mark and it doesn't have the it's inflection a of a question. question, it might be a question. I'm so <laughs> sorry you don't want to pay attention. This is reminding me of the, like, you can't read per skate lady. Oh my God. And then she says, I start every video questioning unless it's a reported fact. It's an opening question on an accusation, rumor, speculation. Literally, they're in the fine print of every video. I never stated any of this as fact. 80 plus videos? I'll make 200 more if I want to. I'm defending these kids from accusations of SA. I need help? You need to get a life rather than bothering someone trying to help abused children. Learn to read and listen before you spread misinfo about me. Holy fucking shit. Honestly, this is so fucked because she has really, maybe, really convinced herself that she's helping. That's the thing. It's like where I struggle to understand what's going on because it's so blatantly exploitative, obviously. But like, I think she does think she's helping. I missed one. She says, speculating and asking questions is not misinfo. Yes, it is. I literally give a long written disclaimer in the video and I explain in detail. Also her saying, I'm defending these kids from accusations of essay. That's not what you're doing. You're accusing someone of doing it to them when it is completely unwarranted. And if that was true, if Ruby did do that, that would single-handedly be the most fucking traumatic thing they have ever experienced in their entire life, a parent doing that to them. And you're posting it on TikTok like, I'm just speculating, like I'm just trying to see what's going on here. Nobody fucking asked you to do that. And if it was true, it is not your place to out that. For them. And also, if, if it was true, that's not an example of it. No, at all. And that's the thing. Yeah, if it was true, then you're also like muddying the waters by putting shit that's not essay. It's just so fucked on all levels. And there is a difference between true speculation because yes, people have ideas and people have thoughts and we're sharing like, damn, this is crazy. Do you think it started here? Do you think it started there? There's different ways to speculate. And then there's you standing and being like, this is proof of essay. And then you want to act like putting a 
question mark after that negates the tone of the video, which is very much so saying, this is a leaked video that proves SA. That is not speculation. That is you presenting something as fact and then falling on the fine print, which is just, this is not a fine print situation. And then she tries to like present herself as like an expert on the situation, claiming her own experiences as if that has anything to do with this family. As someone like who a lot of people have spoken about my essay on my behalf because they felt that was what they needed to do, I can tell you that there are many, many, many instances where I was not a, it was not a very nice thing. Like I didn't like or enjoy people being like, oh, this is what he did to her. And then it was like wrong. And I'm like, that's not what happened. So things like that are very frustrating from the perspective of the person who had to go through something. And you're like, okay, you're defending me, but you actually have all the facts wrong. And that's annoying. And not to mention, she never blurs the kids' faces. Yep. And she is just exploiting them more while claiming that she's trying to defend them. And it's like, defend them to who? Like they're in court right now. Like, yeah, when- not blurring the faces is one thing, but not doing it in a clip where you claim to have, like, this is a clip of them being essayed is fucking diabolical like you it's just all of it's disgusting i can't imagine now i'm trying to think back what she would have done with the daddy of five thing but my god it must have been right yeah um here's another one that just i read the title i was like what the fuck are you talking about russell is lgbt (gasps) oh my god the 10 year old she says ruby accused russell of sa because he's lgbt the real reason that ruby frankie has made allegations of SA against her son are deeper and darker than what anybody realizes. The real reason that you are making up? Wait, let's see the evidence, Lily. Guys, make sure and click the plus sign. I'm gonna have more on this. Have you, have you hit the plus sign? After we hit the plus sign, yeah. yeah. But a recent clip has been unearthed that is being really telling when it comes to this situation. No, it's not. Many people do not believe Ruby, who recently said at a hearing that her youngest child, Russell, has done SA. Yes, we know. his Jesus. brothers and sisters, to people in the neighborhood, to family members, Himself. to up to 20 people. And people are questioning what is going on. Take a look at this clip and then we're gonna discuss. And tell me in this clip, do you see anything strange? No. Russell is incredibly immature for his age. His ability to empathize with other people and to connect with them <coughs> at an age of 10 is incredible. Like, he truly thinks about other people and doesn't think about himself. And he's been that way ever since he was a little kid. Yeah, he's just born that way. I love Russell's sincerity. I don't think Russell knows how to tell a lie if he tried. He's so honest. I love his willingness to share. He's very generous. I like that he's like unapologetically himself. I I love it when I was his age and that was not him. (laughs) I was not empathic at all, but there's just a lot of empathy. I like how he forgives me no matter what I do. Oh, he is very forgiving. I want to break this down. No, you're fucking lying. It doesn't end there. No, you're lying. Yeah, oh, yeah that's it. Where? Please tell me in that clip where it's revealed. The, like, what the fuck I are like you this doing? Game. We need to start playing the game where we show a clip and then we start thinking, what is Joy going to deduce from this? It's a really fucked up game. I think that because they said that he was born this way, Lady Gaga, <laughs> hello, and that he's unapologetically himself, he's gay. Bada beam, bada boom. One way street, if you ask me. I don't think I finished the video but that's not even what she leads with which oh at least that i mean that doesn't make sense either but 
break this down and explain why I put this clip up and tell you where Please tell us, Troy. So, There's text that was just added on screen. It says, all of these videos have speculation in them and ask questions on popular topics, rumors, and questions. This is not a popular topic. Not the new disclaimer because she kept getting called. Uh, I know. The very first statement is usually a question, even if it doesn't sound like it. Can I just back up really quick and see how she started this? This is a question, even if it doesn't sound like it. The real reason that Ruby Frankie has made allegations of essay against her son are deeper and darker than what anybody realizes. I'm Questioned? sorry. <laughs> you just didn't hear it. It was a question. She could have at least done a little like, mm? at the end, you know? I'm not sure what the question was because she very much is saying that she has the real reason and it's darker than we thought. And what's funny is the text of like the disclaimer text, if you think about it, and we're watching it on a desktop right now, but if you think about it in the context of TikTok, it's covered by all the like and like comment You're icons right. that you'd have to like clear display to be able to read it. <laughs> so it's literally small flashing and it's like so quick and in a place that you can't read it. And she's just like, do you not know how to read? <laughs> if anyone calls her out. It's unreal. Russell, how can he be so highly empathetic and caring and kind and turn around and do all that? That's one question, but then here's another one that I want to go over and that I want to pose. I love it because that actually is a valid question. Like, why would they be saying that he's so empathetic and like he could never tell a lot? Like that stuff is strange given her allegations. This is not. That I think is really interesting about Mormonism and about how this whole family dynamic is working. They've done nothing but say kind things about him. And Ruby has said he's done all these things and I guess even his brothers and sisters, I guess they've been doing it back and forth to each other after that. And she's made a lot of claims saying they've played a padding game. So first of all, as far as we're aware, it's just a game. But here's something that I want to bring up. If this child is so loving, caring, kind, empathetic, compassionate, right? All the things they've said, I have a theory on what I think could be going on. Oh, great. I think that it's possible that Russell could be LGBT. And in saying no. that, that is- Literally, what? Saying that, that is, th that's not a slander. That's not anything negative towards him. If he is, he's beautiful. If he's not, he's beautiful. You're not supposed to speculate on people's sexuality in general. That's why a lot of people are kind of leery on speculating about Ruby and Jody because it's like, well, you don't want to like out someone, but it's like, you're literally, you're talking about a 10 year old and basing this off nothing. It doesn't matter. But in Mormon households like this, that's a big deal. Remember, image is key and image is everything to these people. And this is- That is the second time we've heard her say a weird everything. So basically her proof is that she was laying in bed and just thinking like, why would Ruby target Russell? And then she was like, well, maybe he's gay. And then she's like, Russell is LGBTQ and this is why. I don't even know if that is how she, like, here, let's keep watching. Still something that that church and most churches in America don't accept, especially just in the North United States. They don't accept that. So yeah, here's my thoughts. Mm. He can't be doing all this SA and then they say that he's kind and caring and empathetic. Does it doesn't him... really match up. So my thought is, is she saying these things because she's actually more embarrassed that he may be LGBT? <laughs> Would she rather ruin his life and his reputation and say he's done SA to everybody oh my rather God. than to admit 
that maybe her son is somewhere on the LGBT spectrum. Now, I say that as somebody who is slightly on the spectrum. Oh of my course God. she, of oh course she has God. personal insight. Not like, the oh slight, my not the God. slight spectrum. We just covered, uh, and we've been covering the Danny Masterson thing. Yeah. Ash and Amila had plenty of nice things to say about him. A lot of people have nice things to say about serial killers and R-wordists and people who do really bad things. So that's not even true. Like, I know you said it's kind of could be like contradictory and yeah, I guess it could be, but it also could not be. Like people can be sneaking and doing things and other people will still have nice things to say about them. So that doesn't even like conclude that he would never do anything. No, no, it, I mean, it definitely doesn't prove that he wouldn't do it. But I do think that is strange that like, Strange, yes, but she presents it as like, this means that he didn't do it. And the reason why she said he did do it because he's probably gay. I don't even know what is going on in her brain that she would one, think this is an appropriate thing to speculate. Two, think that it's a like even a, a valid thing to speculate. And three, to make a video on it. That as somebody who is slightly on the spectrum, I'm more on the, I don't necessarily want or need physical, mental, emotional intimacy whatsoever. I think a lot of people fall in that spectrum somewhere. There is nothing wrong with it. There's no shame. Yeah, that is maybe why you would speculate that like Ruby and Jody were in a relationship. Not that the 10 year old, like what the fuck are you saying? What did people say to this? Did people call it out or are they just like, thanks queen, you really covering the oh hard hitting news. Oh my God. Yes, you have me invested. What is SA? Oh my God. See, they don't even like, oh, come on. She's targeting like children who like know who eight passengers is and is just like believing all the shit she says. Uh, people said, wow, what the fuck delete this? Even if he is gay outing someone before they're ready to come out is unethical. Someone said, at this point, you are exploiting this horrific situation for followers and likes. Please stop using the underage victim children's name. Another person says, please just stick to reporting. This is spreading random BS at this point. Why are you speculating on a minor sexuality? Creepy as fuck. Okay, so there is some semblance of like rationale in her comment section because if, I thought everybody was just like blindly eating this shit up and that was pissing me off. For the most absurd ones such as this, I mean, they're all absurd, but like the most egregious ones, it seems like there are some uh, people with brains. Someone said, can you respectfully stop doing that intro? <laughs> no, literally. And if you watch them back to back, she's just saying the same thing over and over again and it's actually driving me insane. I just think that like, it's only a matter of time. Obviously she gets like bits and pieces of people criticizing her and telling her she needs to stop. But I think it's only a matter of time before another wave of like what happened with Daddy of Five or what happens with Onision happens to her on TikTok. There's just no way she can keep doing this. I mean, it's it's crazy even just to see the responses to my tweet that none of the people responding knew that she was on TikTok. They're like, oh my God, Joy's back? Like everyone thought she was still MIA. And the problem is, is like if she's just covering one-off things, which is if she does want to keep covering things, I personally think she should stay off the topic of true crime or anything serious forever. But if she does want to keep covering things, she needs to stick to covering what is happening and nothing else. She can't even get into opinion because she goes so off the rails. And especially when she, I guess, identifies with a case or something, she becomes so heavily obsessed with something that she like botches everything. Thank God she's not doing the without a crystal ball thing and like getting the Freedom of Information Act things as of right now. But if she does get into that, then it's like legitimately dangerous because things that aren't open to the public for good reason, she's gonna put out there because she wants, she wants the attention. Like I think at this point, that's what it is. Like she wants to be the one to have the news that nobody else has for whatever reason. It seems like she just wants people to like come to her for information that she does not have. And I like, I think the overarching summary is like, if you guys come across her on TikTok, you know, this is 99.999% misinformation. This person has a history 
of spreading misinformation for the sake of just getting the views or whatever the fuck she wants. And just uh, be weary if you come across this type of information because it is easy and I do get tagged in a lot of things on TikTok too. I just got tagged in one about um, Ned Fulmer from Try Guys. And it was some random girl saying that like he works at BuzzFeed now. And BuzzFeed literally commented and said, nor. Like N-A-U-R. Literally, there's just people putting shit out. Here's a much less severe example, but like a perfect one of like, she is making things up. This, I saw the caption and it was, Kevin Frankie reads intimate lyrics to kids. And I was like, what the fuck? Do you remember <laughs> when Ruby cried because the kids were learning the dance Apple to Apple bottom, jeans low. Yes, yeah. yes. Mm -hmm. I am so upset. I am so angry. I had an appointment with the principal. You're taking this immoral song and you're saying, but I'm going to take this section. And I said, even the section that's there is still seductive. You know that she went to the principal and stuff. Apparently, Kevin also tried to voice his concern and um, he went to the school board meeting and he read the lyrics of the song to like- I love when they do that. Oh my God. It's like, uh, what's his name? Uh, ben Shapiro when he read uh, the lyrics to WAP. He's like, wet ass P word. Yeah, you effing with some wet ass P word. P word is female genitalia. I love when they get, do get that. Get ready, you'll, you'll appreciate this then. So she has a clip of him saying, I, intimate lyrics is a weird way to refer to it, but the lyrics to low, she has a clip of Kevin saying it, but one, it's not to children. It's at a school board meeting to not have it played for kids. It's just this. I Kevin Frankie is seen on video going to his children's school and saying very intimate song lyrics into a microphone for everyone to hear in the creepiest possible way. Re really? And then it says on screen, this is creepy. And the caption says, Kevin reads intimate song lyrics to kids at school in with a barfing emoji. fucking caps. Did you catch the question in the beginning though? She did kind of go up with her inflection a little bit. What is going on and what is this? Guys, Nothing. make sure to click the plus sign because I'm gonna keep you up to date with all this. Sound we know, Joy, on. shut the fuck up. Say. We're just gonna dive in here. I'm gonna show you the clip and then I'm gonna give you a little context. Wow, oh. this is weird. Check it out. It was flexible, professional. Hold up, wait a minute. Do I see what I think I, whoa. Work that pole, I got the bankroll. Look at all those children say, on the side. The no clothes. I'm into this that. is my I shit. Like exposed. Sorry, but I had to fold her like a pornography poster. She showed her. Now, this is apparently a follow-up to the video that I posted where Ruby had a complete massive freakout because the school was doing some type of dance for the kids. They were doing some type of mass dance where there were song lyrics that Ruby didn't like and Ruby had a complete meltdown about it. So apparently then Kevin went to the school board meeting to read the lyrics and basically say how awful this was. Joy, then why did you say that he read them to kids? Do you know, do kids attend school board meetings? Cause last time I checked, they don't. She's acting like Kevin is hosting a library read along where he's reading the lyrics to Lowe. Um, Here's the thing. We have not always gotten it right on this channel. Isn't that right, Lily? <laughs> 
I just think there's a difference between possibly not having all the facts in a moment that you're talking about something and that affecting your opinion on something or new information coming out that kind of like negates something that you said before. She has all the facts. I think that there's different levels to misrepresenting something, whether it's intentional or not. And I think that we've been guilty of having our moments here on this channel of like, oh, we didn't get that right. We, we need to correct this and that. The problem here is, and the reason why this is important to call out is because she, that's her brand. Like it's not like a slip up. It's not one video that she got it wrong. It's not something that she just didn't have all the facts. It seems like she likes every single th this one. This is her thing. Like she wants to be the one to bring all this shit to the table and is willing to do anything, including literally just spread misinformation to be able to do that. So I think that's the difference here. It's not like she's just like, oh, she got it wrong. Let her like just apologize and fix it. No, uh, uh, she likes this. She wants to keep doing this. She can't possibly really think that the clips she is showing are doing what she says that they did. Like, there's absolutely no way. Like, even when she has facts that she could be reporting, she chooses to focus on things that are not facts and that she can misrepresent as being like this outrageous thing that no one else has. So she has the exclusive, so people have to click on it, which honestly is how I stumbled upon her in the first place because all of her captions, it'd be like, Ruby and Jody are getting released today. And I'm like, they are? No, they're not. Another one is like that Russell's suing Ruby for defamation. And it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then she ties in that when she was younger, she sued her parents actually. And it's like, huh? One, I don't know if that's true. And two, you're making things up. But like, just looking at all of them, it's the most absurd, like, it is scary to see how much she has done. Yeah, I know you said how many she did, but when you're actually seeing all of these videos and you can just scroll and scroll and scroll and it's just Ruby and Ruby and the kids and Jody and Ruby and Kevin and the kids. Jody gets out Monday. Oh my God. Kids medical record requests are only for Jody. What? Cellmate was proven right about Jody and Ruby being lovers. I watched that one. Guess what? There's no proof. Yeah, she needs to stop. Like, Joy, if you're watching this, you have girl boss too close to the sun, girly pop. You need to fucking back up from this. You're completely exploiting these children at this point. You're hurting their case. You are not spreading anything that is going to help these children. She's girl boss too close to the sun for the third time. Right. At least. We had Onision. We had Daddy 05. Now we have this. You finally found a platform that you have a lot of followers on. Just stick to like reporting normal shit. You don't have to go down this route again. Honestly, that we could probably go on for three more hours. And I know least. that people are going to get upset because there is such a large history with Joy Sparkles. The reason we didn't focus as much on the past stuff is because, I mean, that already happened and people know that she fucked up and they ran her off the internet. But now she's found a new home on TikTok and a bunch of people don't know that she's absolutely insane, apparently. And we weren't covering it to just talk about all the stuff she did. We're covering it because it's still happening now. That's the thing, yeah. I think that when, again, we were debating on whether or not to cover it, it was more so like this person actually either needs to be stopped where they can no longer make content like this. I think it's actually dangerous. Or everyone else needs to be informed of the level of her misinformation so that if they ever do come across her, they know that this is pretty much all bullshit and that she has benefited greatly off of these children's traumas. Like, it's just so fucked. Like, I don't know what she thinks or how she genuinely believes she's helping, but she's doing the opposite. And it's honestly just sad. Honestly, I didn't even really know where to put this next update, but I guess this will have to do. Um, remember, Joy had one more update that she was scared to share with us. Well, honestly, I don't even really know how to preface this one, so I'm just gonna let her tell you. One other thing I want to talk about, and I'm really scared to talk about it, but 
I think it's really important too, uh, so you can understand some of my content coming up and just me in general. Um, you guys know I've talked about, I'm a very intuitive person, which is why I could call when stimulus checks were coming, when unemployment would come. There were certain things I could just, I can see through, right? Um, not everything, and sometimes the universe throws surprises at you, even if everything's on track for something else. But um, I'm pretty intuitive, and um, I have been hiding a really big secret from everybody, including myself. <laughs> um, and it wasn't completely intentional. Uh, I was just kind of figuring it out, and I've learned something about me. Part of my health issues are that I haven't been real with people. And it's not the kind of thing where I'm just outright lying to people. It's, you know how sometimes you just have certain things about you or certain issues that you feel like um, you just have to, they'll never go away, you just kind of have to manage. Kind of like that. Um, I would liken it to people in the past who were LGBT who felt like they could not be and they had to hide. That, that's kind of how I felt. Not, not with that though, but I'll just talk to you guys about it and I'll tell you because this is part of what you're going to see in my content. Um, and I'm... I was scared to do this on YouTube because I know at times what the perception has been of me. Um, and so it's really scary, but you know what? When everybody thinks you're crazy, there's nothing to lose, right? I got nothing to lose. So I might as well, I wanna be me fully and speak my truth. So here it is. Um, hi, my name is Joy, and I think I talked to aliens. Yeah, um, just when I thought this rabbit hole couldn't go any deeper, aliens have entered the chat. Not asking anybody to believe me. I'm not here to do anything other than share my story. And I have seen, and you guys know, if you've heard me talk, you guys know this, you've heard me. I've said, I've, I've had paranormal experiences. I've seen UFOs since I was a child. I'm physically better because this person I call B has guided me the whole way. Or I guess just one alien named B. I, I don't, I'm so confused. I don't know. But um, while the concept of Joy having a best friend alien giving her career and health advice is, you know, something. Uh, the reason I found it particularly interesting is because I couldn't help but think it sounded much like another experience Joy has shared with the world. After all, how could we forget Joy's time as an indigo child? Remember when she had supernatural powers and had an open line of communication to angels? Yeah, because um, she may have denounced her indigo association in that video we saw earlier, but before declaring that apparently it's all bullshit. The big turnoff for me. The people were full of shit. Joy, or should I say Katie Marie Smith, um, her real name, she was a contributor to a few different Indigo Child websites, like this one, for example, that features a piece she wrote back in 2006 titled Ascension Through an Indigo's Eyes. She's the Indigo here. In it, Joy, I mean Katie, details her communication with a team of angels. But yeah, anyway, um, much like how she describes B uh, being her like guide through life, telling her what to do, like getting rich on TikTok. Um, <laughs> the bio at the end of this article explains that in 2006, she was also being guided by another being, I, I guess. It says that since the age of 12, she had a strong angelic connection and that she was in constant contact with her personal angelic guide and the Archangel Michael. So it seems like she's had a lot of guidance from a supernatural beings. I don't know if you would call aliens supernatural. I don't know if that's controversial. And he was like, the whole concept was to get you back on social media. It didn't really matter at that point to us how it went or didn't go. It was, we needed to get you out of your fear of going back to it and realizing that you could not letting other people and what happened before control you. But their whole thing is this. They're like, um, choices are going to be made coming up. What reality do you want to experience as things start to get really, really weird? Do you want to experience where our ET brothers and sisters get to come back and, and help us rediscover amazing technologies that have been suppressed? 
help us all get in perfect health and teach us how to do that and give us those technologies and just have an amazing time? Or do we want to experience doom and gloom and fear from the government and everybody else and all their stuff? And there's no right or wrong. The universe is asking me to tell people about this so people know they have a choice. And I just want to share my experiences to let people know about them and let them know that they have a choice, that there's some really cool stuff coming if that's what you want to experience. But yeah, so um, not the first time that Joy has apparently had voices in her head. It seems like there's a lot of uh, recurring themes in Joy, or should I say Katie, in Katie's life. Uh, I, I think that's it. Then we watched that video that she put on her channel two days ago where she's like, I'm going to be covering true crime. Don't. What? No, no, please stop. There's already such a small amount of people that I feel deliver true crime information with dignity and respect for the victims and their families. And she's definitely not gonna be one of them. I had hoped that this will only last so long because people will catch on to the fact that she's making things up. Because especially like, I don't know when the dates of the trial are, but it's not all about to unfold in the next week. And she needs more content apparently. So she's gonna keep making these right. claims until they get absurd enough that people are like, what are you doing? Anyway, I think that that's it for now. Um, again, I'm sorry. I I literally stayed up way later than intended trying to research it, but it's not really something you could research. You just have to listen to other people talk about. And even then, there's so much. My brain was like short-circuiting. I, I texted Jesse this morning and was like, oh my God, this is out of control. Like uh, people were not even remotely exaggerating when they're like, oh, get ready for that rabbit hole. Because it, it's like 10 rabbit holes in one. Well, regardless of her past, I think that the present is more important, not only just to like call out what's happening right now, but because maybe in the future her TikTok is deleted and people may not know for the future future when she probably does this again. So we just wanted to highlight kind of what this person is doing, what she's done and what she's still currently doing on the internet. Highlight, and hopefully, low light, you know. Yeah, just bring attention to it because honestly, things like this flying under the radar when they're getting millions of views, like it, no, it, it can't happen. Yeah, something tells me we'll do a part two eventually Yeah, after hopefully things don't get too crazy. Yeah, but anyway, guys, that is what we will leave you with. I hope that you have a wonderful weekend because you're seeing this on Friday because we're consistent, timely queens. And yeah, if you made it to the end, we appreciate you as always and we will see you on Monday. Bye. Bye. Some places take you away. Some bring you together. Marathon does both. Marathon is Florida's family key something for everyone. You'll find museums and wildlife refuges, wide open beaches, miles of warm, clear water, and the historic Seven Mile Bridge. For more about Marathon and the latest safety protocols, visit flakeys.com slash marathon. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.